Hello and welcome to the All Things Least podcast. It's episode 40. Uh, I'm Ed McIntyre and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Charles Foster. Hello. Hi, mate. You all right? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, a bit of rough traffic on the way down, though, wasn't it? Oh, it's <laughs> awful. We, we record this at around 6pm and rush hour traffic is awful. It is awful to drive in. But anyway, uh, episode 40. Mad. 10 off 50. We must be coming up to the uh, anniversary one shortly, because we started about October last year, didn't we? Yeah. We must be coming up to the, to the anniversary. Yeah, I, I need to check that. I need to check that. We need to do a special one for the anniversary. If it lands on 50, that'll be amazing. <laughs> I no, don't, no. It won't land on 50, it's too no, close. Probably will, probably will. But that'll be amazing if it does. Uh, we're also joined uh, in the studio by one of your mates, Charles. Uh, he's a big Leeds fan, uh, making his debut on the All Things Leeds podcast. It is Clark Bradley. Hello, Clark. Hey, up. You right? Not too bad, how are you? I'm not bad. I'm not bad at all. Not bad at all. Thank you for thank you for coming on. Really do appreciate it. When people are coming on for the first time, we, we, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. I know. We've only had a few regulars recently. <laughs> we haven't had a new person on for a while. Yeah, I know. I know. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. But the more, the more the merrier. The more the merrier, I always yeah. say. Uh, well, we've got loads to do, to uh, talk about in this episode of the podcast. We'll uh, look back on uh, Leeds United's centenary game uh, last Saturday. Uh, Leeds United uh, beating Birmingham City 1-0 at Ellen Road. Uh, we'll then, of course, uh, discuss the 1-1 draw uh, with Preston North End. That was at way at Deepdale on Tuesday night. And it was a missed opportunity, really, for Leeds United. Uh, we'll discuss more about that. Uh, there's, of course, uh, been a load of centenary, centenary celebrations. And uh, new kits being released as well. So we'll go over all of them as well as other bits of news coming out of Ellen Road before looking ahead to Saturday's big game that sees Leeds United take on Gary Monk Sheffield Wednesday away at Hillsborough. This is the All Things Leeds podcast. <laughs> Well, uh, here we are then, back, back for, uh, back for another week of podcasting. Um, podcasting. And, uh, podcasting. <laughs> I said that really posh, didn't I? You did. uh, That's well, how yeah. the uh, Preston commentators are saying Alioski. What? Alioski. <laughs> Alioski. Yeah, yes. Yes. Um, but uh, we are joined uh, by Leeds fan and friend of the show, Clark Bradley. And uh, Clark, as always, on the uh, All Things Leeds podcast, when we have someone new on there making the debut, uh, we'd like to find out uh, a bit more about them. So, uh, just tell us how long have you been supporting Leeds for? When, when did you start supporting them? And, and What's your earliest memory supporting Leeds? Do you remember your first game? Uh, well, I've been supporting Leeds all my life. Uh, so 20 years since my dad condemned me to this <laughs> life. <laughs> um, my earliest memory, I think I... Uh, was it Watford at home? I was sat in the East Stand with my dad. I don't remember much, but it was a nil-nil draw like a lot around that time. Just boring football. Um, what, when we were in League One or Championship? No, I think that was... Just after we'd gone down uh, from the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah, so it's quite quite a while ago now. But yeah, it was just boring nil-nil football. Yeah. We had best memory sporting leads. Got to be the home game to Tottenham in the FA Cup. Oh, yeah, that was great, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know yeah. we lost, like, but... It, oh, it, the, the replay. Yeah, the replay oh. we had it. Um, it was amazing, but... Yeah, I thought you won about the game that we that we beat him in. Oh was yeah, with F- the Bedford F- penalty. Yeah, it, no, the the FA Cup uh, fourth round game. It was like 2012 or something. Um, Spurs they played the full team. Gareth Bell were playing. Oh, uh, yeah, Luke yeah. Farney scored the first goal. Luke uh, <laughs> Mc, Mc, <laughs> he scored a What's screamer. What's happened to him? Uh, yeah, McCormack he scored a screamer. I think it was. I think Luke Farney's abroad now. 
<laughs> I think uh, I think uh, Clint Dempsey he scored uh, for Spurs. Yes, the American. <laughs> the American. I think he scored for Spurs in that game. Metal. And then uh, the game finished. Referee blew the final whistle, and Rudolf Fossen just uh, had a strike on goal uh, from his from his own half, and the ball rolled in, but it didn't count because the referee blew his final whistle, so it finished two one. Um, but that re- FA Cup replay that was a good night. Though. Yeah, I was in. I was right at the top of the East stands, just crammed in and crammed yeah. in. Uh, the atmosphere is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I I I, I remember that uh, Arsenal FA Cup replay. That 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 was awesome. Bradley Johnson streamer. Goal against Arsenal. What a goal what that was! <laughs> I was in the stand up. Uh, yeah, that was a great night. Even though we lost Arsenal to play the full team, and it, it was great seeing it. Really, really good seeing it. Um, your first game came before I really got into Sporting Leeds. I got into Sporting Leeds when we were back in League One. <laughs> so you've had a bit less time of disappointment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, arguably, I, I just remember he had the, more the disappointment because you started. He was spotting as well. We were still just gone down. He, we, he was in the third division when he spot. No, but I, I, I got, I really got into Leeds in that promotion season. So. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, that kind of era. Yeah, the because uh, we had such we had such a, a good bunch of players that we'd randomly bought for like barely any money, <laughs> and, and in a shit era with shit owners. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. In a bad era, bad owners, <laughs> and we really. We 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 just about managed to go up because obviously the Leeds self-destructive streak kicked in a bit like it's kind of kicked in the last couple of years <laughs> where we we were flying in like December then January and then we just fell off massively and it only just got second. Yeah, what's your favourite moment sporting Leeds in recent years or of all time? Of all time, of all time. Um, what's the big moment that stands out to you? <laughs> that just when you think about Leeds United, Ooh. you think about that. That's really tough. I've got a couple of them. But most of mine are in recent years. Um, I really, I really enjoyed Roof's first goal for Leeds against Aston Villa in the two 0 win at home in the Monk season. That was brilliant. Um, I liked, I liked watching. I watched Becchio's uh, goal against Middlesbrough. That was brilliant. That was a great goal. <laughs> that was a great moment. Um, but yeah, the the Blackburn when we scored two goals in extra time last yeah. season, that has got to be well up there. Yeah, my that, favorite moments oh, of all time. Sporting yeah. Leeds. That that was great. That was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, from recent memory, that 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 was fantastic. I've never been more annoyed at conceding such a terrible goal in the ninetieth minute and still so, and so happy at full time. Yeah. I, thought, I thought the Villa comeback was better than that, though. Like more satisfying. I thought that we played much better in that game, but it was just for, for sheer emotional value from yeah. going from so low to so high in five minutes. For, it, for, the, <laughs> for the second time in about four days as well. Yeah, because yeah. they were back-to-back uh, brilliant comebacks. Obviously, yeah. the Villa one was from 2-0 down, whereas, you, uh, whereas the Blackburn one, we were 2-1 yeah. down, but yeah. still very good. I was sat in a leisure centre in Lincolnshire watching that on my laptop. The Villa game? <laughs> uh, no, the Villa game, I was in the pub. I was, um, in, the, I was in my local. <laughs> I, I turned round to one of the old guys in there and just went, Roos going to score a 95th minute winner. He went, if he does that, I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> Scored. Got me a drink. What did he buy you? <laughs> uh, I, I'm very basic, so just Carlin. Good choice. Good choice. I, I like that. I, I quite like Carlin. I quite like Carlin. Uh, well, uh, yeah. That, so your best moment supporting Leeds is uh, that, that FA Cup replay yeah just nice. that that memory always stands out for me nice yeah. all all the man you win fair the car was goal against forest as well at home that was brilliant yeah that was brilliant oh <laughs> i was oh that was amazing i was i was yeah. in south stand for that i Very was in good. south stand as well I remember yeah. turning around just looking at everyone like no one knew what to do for about <laughs> four or five seconds yeah, i was like what has just happened here complete workhorse terrible player <laughs> brilliant goal yeah absolutely brilliant goal uh but yeah it's always interesting to, to hear how people got around supporting leads especially our age because uh, leads 
back when we got into sporting leads were just dreadful. So it's it's always interesting hearing <laughs> how people got into sporting leads. <laughs> uh, well, moving on then, uh, let's go over the uh, centenary game from last Saturday. Leeds United joined one one uh, with Pep Quartet's uh, Birmingham City at Ellen Road. Uh, Charles and Clark, uh, you guys weren't there, were you? So. Um, uh, but but no. I was <laughs> I was using my season tickets after and then firstly what a great experience this was what what a day it was an awesome occasion it was really really busy before the game hours before the game they had loads of stuff going on they had a stage where former players were going on there I think I got there when Ben Parker was on there I think Jermaine Beckford was on there at one point it, it, fantastic stuff going around uh, programs they sold out really really quickly uh, those five pound ones those, those special edition ones which Leeds United then uh, sold online but posted packaging was more expensive than the actual program which is just a, a, a bit annoying but uh, Square Ball magazine that sold out as well so every, everyone were down there everyone was in the spirit it was a fantastic occasion of course uh, in the game as well uh, when players coming out there's fireworks on the pitch Uh, I've never seen anything like it it was just probably one of the best moments at Ellen Road for me I mean, I only saw the highlights and the yeah. and a, a dodgy stream of the game, so I'll have to take your word for that. Yeah, I, I, I saw the pictures of all like, the flags in the crowd and the yeah. and um, obviously the, the bits of paper they hold up to make, yeah. make one hundred. I, I was really annoyed though because the bits of paper was only in the east end and cheese wedge and, and the east and the northeast corner. They want anywhere else in the garden. I really wanted one, so I, I was I was quite annoyed. But uh, of course, they, they, they only matter about camera size. Do you remember? I think it was the playoff game where we had the the flags going around the south stand and they were just going over our heads. And then there was a point where because it was this, the flag was moving too slowly, none of us could see a thing. And they were, they were, I was just kind of passing it over. And the woman, in, the woman that sits in front of us, that's got a uh, season ticket. She was like, "I wonder what you would you would put it on my head." Then it was. I was trying to pass the flag forward. You were best not seeing that game. Oh uh, yeah, it was. It were rough. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's not. I actually, the, the the Wigan game hurt more personally. It oh yeah. More. Yeah, Let, let's let's not let's not go back over that. Let, let's <laughs> Let, let's stay in high Sheffield, Sheffield United had just drawn in like a Millwall has got a 90th yeah. minute equaliser against them, and then all we had to do was beat ten man Wigan. Ten man Wigan. After that game, I got so drunk that I lost my phone and cracked it when I found it. Let's not remind ourselves. Let's stay in high spirits here. Uh, of course, a fantastic uh, occasion the Vicentenary uh, game, a special game and, and, and celebration. There was all flags in the crowd. It was it was such a, a really, really good occasion. Uh, but getting into the game, of course, unchanged from the Millwall game. Uh, no players are back from injury yet. Uh, still, Pablo Hernandez, uh, he was out with a with a, um, a calf injury, but now he's out with a hamstr- hamstring problem. Uh, Forshaw still out with a hip injury. Shackleton uh, out with his ha- with uh, his hamstring injury, and uh, Liam Cooper also uh, was out uh, with his uh, groin uh, problem. But hopefully they're all back soon. Uh, but the game, fantastic first half from Leeds United. Really, really good first half from Leeds. There was, you know, you were questioning will they play for the occasion or play or play for the game, and uh, I feel like, I think they played the occasion really well, and uh, you know they're well up for it in that first half. They were really, really impressed. They were pressing really well. Uh, it was a great clip I think it was around the 19th minute that, that's gone online of, of the players just, just rushing and pressing and then Ellen Road just bursts into a noise and it, it's fantastic one of, one of the best moments from the game for me because Ellen Road just started getting really loud I was like what we're just cheering and, cheering and pressing I've never, never seen anything like not it the effort though it's not the pressing it's yeah. the effort it's the effort it, it was fantastic it's fantastic one of the moments that stick out for me in that game
game, really. Uh, but again, we just missed a load of chances. There was that one point where it was like four chances in a matter of about 15 seconds, I think. What, Bamford, he should have had a shot, but he backheeled it to, no, I, to I think he was right to backheel it, because I think yeah. the, how fast he was going and the angle it was at on his weak foot, there's no way he'd got it on target. Yeah. So he decided to let off a Costa, which was the right decision. Yeah. Costa hits it straight and forward in front of him, despite he could have gone either side. Yeah. Bad. But Dallas is the main one because he he, he played that one two with Click and he was about what eleven yards out. Uh, goal at his mercy, hits it straight at camp. Yeah. Admittedly on his left foot, he's right footed, but oh, he's got to bury them. Yeah. But the um, the thing uh, mentioned about the effort, the thing is, there's no there's nothing you will get more abuse for by Leeds fans or football fans in general than not putting effort in. And there's nothing, yeah. and it, no matter how bad you are, if you put in effort. You will get at least yeah. a modicum of respect. Yeah, for... like it, like if you're not scoring, if you're putting in effort, we'll we'll you know we'll you'll we'll get love more, the players. You'll get more slack. Like Andy Hughes from a few years ago yeah. wasn't the best player, but because he tried so hard in every single game, he's he's, he's still yeah. fondly remembered now. Like we've had to put up with players who were crap and just didn't put barely any effort in. Right now we've got players who who are, who are playing for that shirt, and it's great to see. Uh, yeah, fantastic. We played really really good at first half, but again, loads of missed chances. Nil uh, nil at half time. Patrick Bamford he went off for uh, Eddie Nketiah. Bamford, I felt as though he did, he, did, he did well, but he just wasn't scoring. Do you think it was a bit harsh though to take him off I at half time? I think. Um... It's hard to say about this whether, we got whether worse the, when whether the, the kind of media speculation would have affected this. Yeah. Because if if because obviously I, I know Bielsa is not easily influenced by opinion and that if he sees that Bam was missing a few chances first forty five he's maybe not working as hard not playing as well. I mean it, I thought he did work out in the first half but he wasn't playing as well. He might have thought well I'll just chuck Eddie on for the second half and see what, what happens. Yeah. And people were saying oh yeah we got worse when Eddie came on but I don't think that was because Eddie was playing poorly. I think it's because the lead squad just dropped off ten yards yeah. and decided to just uh, play much deeper than we were in the first half. Yeah. We, we seem to do that don't we Clark. We, Especially like second half, especially at home, we we seem to just go all out in first half, and second half we just seem to drop back, and it's it's quite frustrating to watch, really. Well, it fits with the whole thing of what's been happening this season. We play brilliantly, we play amazing football, we press, we harry, we don't score, <laughs> and then we've done all that, and then go into the second half, and we again we drop off, but then we score. I really don't. Yeah, I don't. It's really weird. Like, isn't it? I don't understand it. Like we were worse in the second half, but we're, of course we, we did manage. To I think score. it's just when, when we're hammering an opponent and we're, we're we're having huge amounts of pressure on them and pushing them back into their own box. There's no space for us to operate. As soon as we drop back and they come onto us, there's space behind them which we then exploit and score. Mm. I think um, I don't know whether this is on Twitter or whether it's on Square Ball, and they were saying like we need to be worse so that we can be better. <laughs> square Ball, Square Ball. Yeah, yeah, we, we need to, to we that. need to play less well yeah. to score more goals. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre, isn't it? What's the thing of like we play better? Well, we score more goals against good teams. Like I think I think it because I think it's because it opens the opposition a bit more. Like when we sit back, they come at us a bit more. But when we sat back in the second half, Birmingham came came at us a bit more, and it left it a lot more open going forward. Um, of course, we we take off Matthaus Click for Tyler Robertson, sixty-one minutes. At, at that point, I was thinking, why are you taking off Click with half an hour to go? Click, he's one of the better players in the team, and I feel as though we did lose something in that midfield. But Roberts going forward, I, I felt did fine, and it, it did open up Birmingham a, a little bit more. Uh, it was more of a it was a mistake though where we got the goal from. Yeah, it was a bad pass. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, that, that Jack Harrison intercepts. Yeah, of course. Sixty-five minutes. Uh, it's a great goal to be honest. I mean, Jack Harrison winning the ball, right. intercepts the ball, lays yeah, well, it off someone yeah. in a better position than. He is. <laughs> Jack Harrison he can make a cross when it's only three yards. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie was calling for it, but Eddie was about two yards offside. 
offside. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why he was calling for it because if he'd received the ball, it would have been given offside. <laughs> yeah. Like Phillips is the only option there. Yeah. And uh, and even then, he hits it straight. At Lee Camp. Yeah, Lee Lee, <laughs> Lee Camp probably should have done better. It goes here. through him. He was, yeah. He must he must have been invisible. Yeah. <laughs> Before this game, I forgot Lee Camp was a thing. And he's forgot. How's he not retired yet? He's a meme. He's but a apparently meme he's now people. forgot his hands are a thing. <laughs> so, but he didn't hit his hand. It kind of it, it went underneath it. It was like it went it underneath. Went, it. went for a cuddle. Yeah, I, 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 I was surprised that it went in because I was like, oh, Lee Camp saved this. It's a it, deflected, it deflected really weird as well because he hit it, but hit, hit his left side and then it bounced up into the <laughs> top uh, left corner. Yeah, I was surprised. Like, how on earth has that gone in? But it's a good goal, though. Jack Harrison winning the ball high up the field, doing his job well. Uh, the defender, he, he was pretty poor, but Jack Harrison winning the ball, laying it off to Calvin Phillips. And uh, of course, it's going to be Calvin Phillips, the Leeds lad, to <laughs> score the fo- first goal and what proved to be the only goal in the Centennial game. It, it, of course, it's going to be Calvin Phillips. Yeah, the uh, the Yorkshire Pearl are coming up clutch. <laughs> it adds to be him. You lo- you love to see it, you really do, because he, yeah. he, he hasn't scored this season. He only got one goal last season. Yeah. Admittedly, it was the latest goal we've ever scored yeah. <laughs> at Middlesbrough away. Yeah. Um, but this, yeah, this was a, that was a really yeah. it was really important to score then around that time and to win the game. Yeah, you have to win your centenary. It's not like centenary games come around every yeah, week. Yeah, we, we have to, we have we have to win this one. You only we... get one centenary game. Yeah, you need <laughs> to win it. It'd have been the most Leeds thing ever to to lose, to lose a centenary. But did you game. see um, yeah. Calvin Phillips's face after the game? Have you seen yeah. a photo of him? Yeah. His, Smile goes from about Beeston to Holbeck. Yeah, on, honestly, <laughs> it would be, it would be, yeah, honestly, I'm so pleased with Cam Phillips because he's a Leeds lad, living the dream, playing for his boyhood club. He's one of the best that, players that's now. every week. Yeah, he's one of the best <laughs> players now, and he's gone down in history. He, he will go down in history. In a hundred years' time, people will be looking back. Oh, the, that centenary game, Cam Phillips scored. Uh, honestly, it's fantastic. Can he we'll still his, be in the championship. Um, can he reach his 150th game this season? I'm not sure, mate. I'm pretty sure because um, no, he got his 100th game last season against Swansea, didn't he? Probably could. Yeah. Swans at home in, in was it in January he got his 100th, yeah. 100th game if we do a click and just play him every single game no matter what well I mean he plays every game anyway yeah. apart from yeah. maybe the cup but even the cup he sometimes plays so yeah. against everyone's better judgement yeah. <laughs> uh, but no a fantastic goal here Calvin Phillips so pleased for him of course it's going to be the Leeds lads got the only goal in the centenary game uh, Alioski and Enketia they came close as well it was very nervy towards the end though Birmingham could have easily uh, nicked a point and, or even a win really there, there, there was that that last minute header at the back post yeah. where it goes, oh, that free goes kick, just behind him that free kick as well that I, 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 be honest, like, I was so worried about that and then I was, I was, I was laughing afterwards because not only did, uh, did Gary Gardner screw up the free kick boot straight into the wall he injured himself taking it <laughs> he, he was limp, visibly limping after yeah. he took the terrible free kick <laughs> it was like a double whammy yeah. but it was very nervy though Birmingham they didn't create much but the chances that they did create were very close and Kiko Kseh he kept on dropping everything yeah it, it was very there, very nervy there was one the end. that just went wide of the post wasn't there from about 30 yards yeah. where it was like a hit and hope for one of the Birmingham players it went about a yard wide yeah uh, but of course it did finish 1-0 though to Leeds United but it could have easily been a 1-1 draw like the Derby and Forest game where we look back on it and yeah. think we dominated that game and, and we should have come out three points but we've only come out with one or, or none really because Birmingham could have easily nicked all three points really we, we just need to put teams to the sword don't we? we we need to finish teams off we need to get a second yeah. goal Yeah, the second goal is it because we have such a good defence that we only ever really concede one goal per, uh, you know, every now and now and again Every other game. So if we get two goals, if we score twice in like if, in the first half, if we ch- turn our first half dominance into two 0 at half time, we will win every game. Yeah. Because we don't con- we've ne- we we have we conceded two goals yet in a one game this season. Uh, we've stuck. No, I mean in a league game. Um, we'll probably have. Have we? I don't think we have. I I can't remember. 
No, one, maybe we, not. Yeah, we got one, one not. against uh, Bristol City, didn't we? One against Forest, uh, one against Derby. Probably not. I don't think we have conceded more than one goal in yeah, a game. That's true. Which is good, but we have we also haven't really scored <laughs> then, much more than one we've goal. We've had a lot of one nil score lines, <laughs> yeah. like one nil against Brentford, one nil against as well. Yeah, one nil against West yeah. Brom. Very there's, low scoring. There's this um, uh, this thing whenever I'm watching a game, my dad win one nil up every single time. He always turns around and just goes, "We could do with another one." Every single time, like every other minute, and I've t- started turning around to him and saying, "Well, yeah, we could always do with another one." It's football. Yeah, I always say to him in the crowd whenever, like you know, like the 88th minute, some of the uh, other teams got a corner. I was just like, "This is a goal." Oh, I hate, <laughs> he, he I just hate turned, corners. He just turns around and goes, "Something's so negative." Shut up! Yeah, no, but it has happened before. Like the Forest game, um, I was watching it with me. I think I was watching it with me. What an me, awful my brother! Game. I think it was my brother yeah. or my dad was with me, um, and I just went, "Yeah, this is going to be a goal." This, uh, this you know, I can and sense, I can sense one coming here. Well, stop and, saying it. You jinx it. You jinx and, it. And stop saying it. Comes to be fair, that ball went in. Through no fault of Lewis Graben, <laughs> so it pinged, maybe it was your it will. off his arm yeah. off Alioski's head through Kiko Casillas' <laughs> arms. You just need to stop saying it. You jinxing it all the time. Every uh, time we concede a corner, I just say I hate corners. I hate no, corners. If, if you say, "Oh, this is going to be a goal," you're either wrong and buzzing, or you're right and people hate your guts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like he uh, hits my guts when I say, "Oh yeah, we're going to concede." I really do, I really do. <laughs> uh, but of course, a wonder win here over Birmingham City. Uh, uh, great celebrations uh, afterwards. They had blue and yellow ribbon ribbons uh, come down from from the top that of the stand. That was funny because they, they weren't willing to do that until they knew we'd won. <laughs> I and mean, we didn't know we were going to win uh, yeah. until the game had literally if, gone full if time. If we had drawn the game or lost the game, would they have done that? Probably not. No, if we were two and all <laughs> up at about the seventieth minute, they probably would have done it. <laughs> the fact is, that nobody knew until like full time whether or not we were going to concede yeah. a scrappy, <laughs> terrible uh, goal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, big celebrations. Ugly scene so from the uh, away end. Birmingham fans just uh, kicking off for no reason, throwing chairs and flares into the Leeds fans. We're just in the, in the crowd, just like what what on earth are you doing there? All punching stewards and we policemen. We don't have a rivalry with them either. No, no. They, they just they just kicked off for no reason. They, start, they started they punching just, policemen, and they were and, just annoyed that they couldn't ruin the celebration. Yeah, <laughs> so everyone's got a rivalry against yeah. us. So so so, so, they, so they took the rang about on, on the stewards and and, and police and policed uh, women and, and men, uh, which of course it isn't good. Ugly scenes there. Uh, but uh, thank you to to the policemen and, and, and stewards as well for for keeping it all under control. They, they did well, um, and yeah, they they, they uh, did a great job. So a big big thank you to them. Uh, but yeah, one nil win. Of Birmingham City, and that put us in good stead heading into a uh, Tuesday night's game. Um, before the game, uh, Preston they had played uh, six home games, uh, won five and drawn one, so they were beaten at home and, and are still. Uh, so, uh, would you have taken point before this Preston game? Uh, they've been in. I know Clark was saying about Preston <laughs> never really been a good team. We, have, we I mean, the last few years we've had a pretty decent record at Deepdale. Yeah. Obviously, other than that, the Christiansen bit where we just turned up and got slapped. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like we always did under Christiansen and and, uh, and Heggingbottom. Um, but yeah, we've got a good record there. But they they are they've built a kind of kind of cheap, decent team there. Yeah, they build a solid foundation. Yeah. Alex Neal as well is a decent manager. They've of course, got, some, got Norwich promoted. They've a few got some years good ago. youth players. They've got Sean Maguire's a good player. They've got him back. Isn't pretty good. Uh, ben Pearson's a good defensive midfielder, not as yeah. good as Calvin Phillips, but a good midfielder. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they've got a good team yeah, there. They've got a good team. They've got an experienced Championship manager in Alex Neal. He, he got obviously got, he got Norwich up a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, so they're not to be taken lightly. 
and they've yeah. got a good record and they scored the most goals in the league Yeah, and we obviously conceded the fewest goals in the league so I, I expected it to be a really entertaining game and yeah. what it, it was I wrong yeah it, it, it was a very it was a very lacklustre game very frustrating yeah it wasn't particularly a, a great game at all uh, missed chances uh, again uh, loads of missed chances from Bamford every time he, he got the ball in, into a good area just seemed to sky it over oh, the bar was that, there was that one where he was about eight yards out and he oh. hit out for a throw in yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw the, uh, I saw it come up on my phone yeah. and said Bamford's shot goes for a throw in yeah. Do, doing his best Nicholas Pepe impression there. no his best <laughs> Steve Morrison impression oh <laughs> he, he does run a bit more than Steve Morrison yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen coma victims that run more than Steve Morrison <laughs> But a massively, a massively frustrating game. Nil um, nil at half time. I think everyone was expecting changes. Like uh, we saw in the Birmingham game, I think everyone was expecting Eddie and Ketchup to come happen. on for Bamford because he was poor. But yeah, no, no chances, no chances at all. We were better the second half though, Leeds United, but it still wasn't a great game. Uh, Preston they didn't really attack much, but uh, when they did, uh, they scored on their seventy-four minutes. Uh, they were it, on the break. Uh, it just came from Alioski doing a terrible cross into the box yeah. it just got cleared and then because everyone was so far forward we only had I think it was just Berardi at the back it was Berardi and Ben White and obviously Ben White was racing back to stop the cross and um, Berardi couldn't get towards Barkhausen yeah. in time and Casilla had, had no chance on that range yeah, so, uh, it's, yeah. because it's not like if, if Bamford <laughs> Bamford would have missed from that position yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fairly, uh, fairly easy finishing again for, and for it was, Tom Barkhausen it was just a classic you know, premium Crystal Palace counter-attack, you know, and you just, you know, when they run the pad you and they just used to do that to everybody. Yeah. Uh, Le- Leicester City, Jamie Vardy, or the kind of absorb relentless pressure, score a terrible goal, defend for the rest of the game, have Kante <laughs> chop people down. That's the championship strategy this year, though, for teams against us. Yeah, well, yeah, because counter-attacking works against us because we don't have a fast team or we don't have a tall team. So if yeah. you lump it long up the pitch uh, and then you have a fast striker, they will just, a fast tall striker, you'll beat us. But Casillas yeah. <clears throat> stopped coming out to the halfway line to collect the ball, which should usually be a good thing. But maybe that's yeah. no. But the, there's nothing he could have done about that goal. Uh, no, but the ball, like the ball before, like before the striker even gets the ball. Not not that he could have done it, but it seems to happen a bit more. And now he's stopped actually going out to the ball. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. One 0 down on uh, seventy four minutes. Uh, a few minutes later, Bielsa then makes changes. Uh, brings uh, Tyler Roberts on for Berardi and Kessie on for for Bamford. Uh, Bielsa said uh, after the game that uh, that uh, we didn't have one player who wasn't playing well, and it was difficult to make changes. I, I, I don't really agree. I think. I think when the game's not going well, when we're not putting away chances, you need to make a sub. I think Bielsa just needs to just needs to be brave and tell tell a player, look, you're missing lo- loads of chances. I think Bamford, what six shots, none on target. I think you just need to say you're having a bad game and you're coming off. He's got an eight percent conversion rate for his shots. <laughs> Shocking, isn't it? Uh, I think um, Enketia has a twenty eight percent conversion rate for for, for shots to goal. Yeah. Which is like more than a quarter of the shots he has on on goal go in the net. <laughs> the thing, <laughs> yeah. thing about Bamford in the game, though, it he was always out on the wing. And yeah, every time picked up the ball, it's on like the right yeah. right wing. I was like, get him a box. And as much as we don't have wingers at the moment that can cross, he yeah. also can't cross. Yeah, I, 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 just, I just think he need, he needs help up front. He gets too isolated and he gets dragged into doing other people's jobs. I I, I just think he need, he needs some help up front, really. Um, but yeah, Enketia, he comes on, uh, of course, scores the equaliser in 87 minutes. Uh, great ball from Jack Harrison, this. Now three assists in three di- games. I, I'm going to dispute that. 
I don't think it was a brilliant ball. No. I but... think it was a hopeful deep cross <laughs> to the back post that um, most strikers will not have buried. Yeah. The fact is that Nketiah not only peeled off the centre back, he, he's get, he's leaning back to, to get the header, isn't he? Yeah. And he's, he's he's he jumped as high as like a seven foot player well, was. He, yeah. he, he leaps and he obviously he, he kind of loops the ball over it. Um, because obviously there's, there's those three pressing defenders running towards the net and he, he heads it over the keeper the keeper sees it going over him he knows he can't yeah. do anything about it and the pressing defenders boot it into their own net I mean it's, yeah. already, it's already on target but it, it was the placement it was it was, it was the, the the accuracy of the header the placement the the timing was just brilliant oh, yeah. Yeah. and um, I think much more credit has to go to Nketiah than Harrison I mean fair play to Harrison because most, free assists in three games free, free assists in three games and most of his crosses are garbage and that one wasn't garbage because <laughs> it, it found the Leeds player yeah. all, all we ask crosses to do is find Leeds players yeah. I mean we're not asking for world class crosses <laughs> just ones that find Leeds players yeah. but all, all credit to Eddie Nketiah here fantastic yeah. fantastic head and he Eddie came Nketiah. up and saved us once again Yeah. all, our, corner, all our corners found Leeds players uh, but they all missed yeah, like Bamford missed about three really good chances. Yeah, from corners. he had three headers that he missed. Yeah, but really that is to be expected because it's Bamford. It pinged <laughs> off his head. Yeah, but Eddie and Kezia, he can certainly score. That's now four goals for the first team in all competitions for him. Second goal he scored uh, with his head. So he, he scores goals. He's good with with both his feet and his head. He scores goals. He, he, you know, for a relative, relatively small guy, he's good in the air as well. He, he he just scores goals. He's a goal scorer, and we're struggling to score at the moment. And we've got a goal scorer chilling on the bench. He, he needs to start, doesn't he, Charles? Chilling on the bench. <laughs> he needs to just start. Like you make it sound, you make it sound like, like he's like, like drinking a pint or sparking a joint or something <laughs> with his feet up. Yeah, but he but needs to start, doesn't he? He's a goal scorer. He just scores goals. He scores in almost every game I think he plays. He, uh, struggling to justify. I know people make this argument. I was, I was, I was having an argument with the guy on Twitter last night. I say argument. It was, well, there's no swearing in it. It was a, a discussion more like. Discussion's a better word for it. Yeah. Uh, he was saying... Oh yeah, we need Bamford because of his work rate, because of his effort, because of his link-up play. And I was just saying, can you really afford to give up the amount of goals that Nketiah will contribute for the sake of work work rate and and effort and things like that and, and link-up play? I don't think he can. He's, I don't think he can keep a player of his quality away from the starting eleven in a promotion chasing side. Yeah, I mean, he also said after the game, you know, Bamford he organises the team, but I. I'd much rather have a striker who scores than someone who just organises the team. And I get I get Bielsa's point. Bamford, you know, I do appreciate the work that he does. He does put in a lot of effort, and I do get get his point with the way he organises the team. And I feel as though with Enketian uh, on, uh, we do feel a bit more. You know, we don't have that solidarity really, but we're much more of a threat going forward with Enketian on. And I, I, I'd, I'd just much rather have a striker who, who's good at scoring than than, Bam, than Bamford who's struggling to score. Would you not agree? The critical element of a striker being <laughs> able to score. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like if I was paid to like sort out someone's clothes in the draw, and I'm really good at organising the clothes and, and making them all neat and tidy, but I don't shut the draw, I've not completed my job. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a Poor, in, poor analogy, but it's a poor analogy because it takes you no effort to shut the draw. I saw him. <laughs> it takes a lot of effort to score goals. Yeah. Well, but it's most, like, it's like, most of them about a yard in front of goal. It won't take much. Yeah, but it's like I, if, if I don't finish my job, Bamford's not finishing his job, is he? And he's he's paid very well. Yeah, yeah, like thirty grand a week. So, yeah, it, it, it's an interesting and, one and for his sake as well because he if. You don't want him to hit the point of no return with, his, with the criticism he's yeah. getting from the Leeds fans. If you take him out of the starting lineup and he recovers and comes back, 
it might still be all right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's now gone eight championship games without a goal. He hasn't scored since that 3-0 win away at Stoke, which just isn't good enough for me. I think if, you, if you're if you a team who's wanting to get promotion, you need a striker who's going to score at least two goals in eight games, not not no goals in eight Barnsley games. Barnsley was the last time we scored more than one goal in a game as well. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a 2-0 yeah, a win, was it? Yeah, 2-0 yeah. win, yes. Uh, but that yeah, was ba- scrappy as well, though. Yeah. Uh, but Bamford, he's just he's just struggling to, to find a back. I don't care about Scrappy. I want us to score. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair point. Yeah, and then Ket- and then like, Ketia scores. The Wigan away was the perfect example of where, the kind of goals I would love Bamford to score. Terrible, terrible rugby like yeah. goals. But he just he just <laughs> doesn't he put, do it but enough. He put him in the net. Yeah, <laughs> and we won, he, and we won the game. Yeah, but it, but he just does not do it enough. He, he's not scoring enough. And Ketia does score. And yeah, I'd I'd rather. I'm not, I'd I'm not rather asking the man to be R9 Ronaldo. I want yeah. him to put the ball in the net in the championship. I, yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think he just kind of blacks out when he gets the ball like, in I the six-yard box. Is he is he shot on confidence? Do you think? I mean, I, I, I I'd say I have more confidence writing a one thousand word essay with my left hand, which is my weaker hand, than he has shooting a ball with his right foot. I've got more confidence in Chinese that he's got I mean, than he's got in his right foot. How many essays? <laughs> how, how many thousand word essays do you hand write? No, well I don't, but I'm just saying <laughs> I so can pretty easily type. No, with I'm just saying I, I'd 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 have much more confidence doing that than I think he has shooting with his right foot. Can't imagine how terrible. He, that, he's that just would be, a, essay. <laughs> I can't imagine how bad that would. How long yeah. that would take as well? <laughs> but he, he's just so. He, <laughs> yeah, but he just he just seems so like, short of confidence. It's like three pages. All right, we'll, we'll get off. Yeah, I've got more confidence in Jamal Blackman's leg that's broken <laughs> than he does in his right leg jeez <laughs> but uh, uh, he just he just seems so short on confidence at the moment do you think Bamford needs some time away from, from the start of the yeah so I was just thinking about Union or Kane then <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah he does uh, I've just uh, every now and again I just think do you remember Union or Kane he's still at the club yeah, he, he, yeah. well He's somewhere. So is Usain Bolt. So is Louis Coyle. He's got 100 appearances for Fleetwood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Back yes, on to Bamford. Bamford, Bamford yeah. needs to come out of the starting lineup. Yeah, he, 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 needs some, yeah, he needs some time away. Before we get it? distracted anymore on random yeah. <laughs> reserve, <laughs> it, reserve yeah. players we yeah. don't play. He needs some time away, doesn't he? A lot of fans after the pressing game were, were, were criticising Bielsa's tactics, and so was I as well. I don't think you need to go go down before you make subs. And I, I think right now, tactically, it's not working. We're becoming too predictable. The, the guys next to us at the Birmingham game were saying, everyone knows that he's going to take click off of Roberts. Everyone knows he's going to take... Bamford off and Ketia. Do you think a change of system needs to happen? You don't need to change it loads, but just tweak it a little bit. Do you think two up front maybe? Because I, I, I think Eddie and Ketia, but we, we have a perfect striker there. It's just in two different bodies, isn't it? I think if you <laughs> if you could if you put Enketia's uh, kind of arrogance uh, and ability into Bamford's huge fucking six oh sorry <laughs> huge six foot frame, um, then you'd be fine. Yeah, you'd if that'd, that'd be an awesome striker. But what what do you, what do you think, Card? Do you think two up front maybe? I just think sod it all and put Kiko up front. I mean, nah, he, he's going to hit something, isn't he? Come on, but, let's be uh, No. Um, <laughs> I, this <laughs> up front. I mean, he, he's already job. halfway there most of the time. But, uh, <laughs> I would love it if we put Keegan up front in a random cup game and he, and he scored like four goals. He's secretly a striker yeah. the whole time. Just, I'm wait, just, I'm do, waiting, just do what... Um, secretly what, the best striker in this league. We've just not yeah. been aware of I'm it. I'm waiting until he has to go up for a corner kick. <laughs> just do what was it? Stuart Pearce, uh, when he was in charge of Man City, stuck David James up as striker. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, 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 but in, again, in answer to your question, I think this was the game that's kind of convinced me that we can't really be starting Bamford at least not in a number nine role yeah I saw someone um on Twitter suggesting possibly a number 10 role because he, he's strong I know he's not that skillful yeah but 
he does everything else right, or he seems to, and I don't dislike him as a player. Yeah. I, I dislike him as a goal scorer, yeah. if he can't. He but does. He does everything else right. He just doesn't score. You saw, you saw that <laughs> interview between Beckford and Becchio, and uh, Beckford basically saying, "Between us, we we had it all. We had because Beck, yeah. uh, Beckford won all the knock. So Beckio won the headers and knocked <laughs> it down for for Beckford to score. So Be- Beckio had all the physicality, and uh, and Beckford had all the all the pace and trickery. Yeah. And like between them, they were the perfect striker in two different bodies. Yeah. I mean, had some we sliding goals as well. <laughs> yeah, he, he scored a lot of goals with did Beckio, but he's, he was kind of like oh, yeah. he was a battering ram of a player. Yeah. That I mean, was that was his purpose. Yeah. He, was, right. I mean, he was to break down the defence, and then Beckford yeah. would nip in and score. That's I mean, kind of what McCormack was, but he mm. also scored. Yeah, but yeah. there's been so many good. Great strike partnerships over the years. Peter Crouch to Main Defoe, that was a great partnership. Great strike partnership of all time. Yeah, that, <laughs> honestly, that, that was great. That was great. Little that was great. Time. I, I described it as, you know, remember, remember that big chef and little chef off uh, of CBBC? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the perfect combo. All I remember yeah. about that is a meme that I can't really no, you can't discuss. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, I know what you're about. We'll leave that out. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, Charles, do you think... He should go NKC and Bamford up front. I think there's a, there could be a good I partnership. I think we'd have there. to sacrifice a midfielder to do yeah. that. And, and is, well, can't really yeah. sacrifice someone. I I, I think um, either play Nketiah, start him up front ahead of Bamford, or if you're going to play Bamford, get a proper good number 10 The only way I could him. see us doing that would be if we played the the wide diamond, if we did 4-1-2-1-2. Yeah. I think that leaves too much space. Uh, and that leaves honestly. huge amounts of space in the midfield yeah. there. And then, because we've got the tendency to kind of overload on one side we can't really do that with a wide yeah. diamond can we no yeah. uh, Bielsa said afterwards he, he don't want to go too up front because he's never really tried it and international breaks said he unless we, goes unless off. we want to go the narrow diamond because yeah. Yeah, we we're ter- just move we're, the we're whole terrible diamond at, at we're terrible out wide anyway so we may as well just pack the centre <laughs> with, with midfielders yeah. and, uh, and force other teams out wide um, and we, we can have that midfield there I think we need to get Stuart Dallas back in at right back. I don't think he's, he's not as yeah. good in midfield. He's really I'd, not. I'd, he's, well, he's not a centre midfielder. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, personally, I'd stick Dallas at right back, drop Ealing, unfortunately. Yeah. But Dallas at right back, and Tyler Roberts in that number 10 role, and I think he could do a good job helping Bamford if he is going to start Bamford you see, in yeah. the future. You stick, you stick Tyler Roberts in number 10, and you drop um, click to click, eight. click back to the 8. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that quick has always yeah. been better at that. Yeah, that, that's absolutely what I'd do. I, I think a lot of people would agree with that as well. And then you have uh, obviously Calvin in behind him. Yeah, yeah, but but something does need does need looking at really. Um, of course, there was a penalty shout in this game later on. Uh, it looked a stonewall penalty from from uh, the the hard camera uh, that that angle there, and I was fuming at the referee uh, mm. Kevin Friend. But another angle though, it does look like the defender gets his touch on the ball, and it looked like like a good decision. He is a good player, Ben Pearson. He, he normally gets sent off against us. Um, <laughs> He, he tried his best. <laughs> yeah, uh, every previous game I've seen us play uh, <laughs> with him in the team. Like he got sent off at uh, that exact same fixture last year. Is he Preston's Barada? <clears throat> he gets yeah, <laughs> yeah. His mum won't come watch him play anymore because he gets sent off nearly every game. So, he, so he's, he's tried to become a better player because of that. You know, not always two foot people. Yeah, but it was uh, a good challenge though. I, I, def- I, I certainly don't think it was a penalty. Good decision. And- uh, I'm, I'm not completely sold because I, I can't decide if it. Was I, it? He got the ball. You can't yeah. dispute that. But was it either two-footed or from behind? Yeah, I, which I, is kind of the issue. Yeah. I, I just saw he got the ball. I can sleep peacefully tonight. <laughs> but if he gets the ball on two-footed, it could still be a penalty. You just, but, think, yeah. you just think some referees would have given that as a penalty. Oh, yeah. If it was the other way around, do you think it would have been a penalty? Yes. yes. If Ben White had done that. <laughs> To, to Tom Barkus and all to Sean yeah. Maguire that would have been a penalty he'd been shown three red cards at once yeah, yeah. and yeah. yeah, he'd been sent off yeah, yeah. interesting <laughs> one the ref had uh, just boot him out of the ground 
Yeah, interesting. Lifetime ban from football <laughs> yeah. for d- disgracing the game. Yeah. From an independent panel from the <laughs> FA. Independent panel. Yeah, interesting. Full, full one. of Manchester United fans. Yeah. Full of blind ex-refs. <laughs> and Neil Harris is on the on the panel oh. as well. <laughs> Wonder what he's doing yeah. now. Probably an independent commission. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting at home laughing. Yeah. Uh, certainly an interesting one, though. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think it was a penalty. Right decision. And, uh, yeah, it finished 1-1, uh, 1-1 draw. I think we would have all taken a point, really, though. In watching the game, I think, as though we could have easily won the game. But Especially with West Brom and Swansea Yeah, mi- missed opportunity, is it? So, mm. so after Especially that... No, West Brom drew, Swansea lost. Yeah, so, so after that draw, we do sit second in the championship table. Two points behind league leaders, West Brom, who drew 2-2 at home to Barnsley, uh, also on Tuesday so if we would have won we would have gone top top of the league on on goal difference so uh, we are, a missed opportunity we are one point ahead of where we were at the same time last year though. yeah but I don't care about that because I do we, no, <laughs> but, no but we, we should be 17 points or more better off than this stage last season we should be we sh- yeah we should have had two extra points in the Forest game two extra points from the Derby game yeah yeah. we should have had unlike Oh. Tom Lawrence is three we extra should, points. We should have at least one extra point from the Swansea home game. Yeah, we conceded that 90th minute terrible goal. Yeah, so that's what's that five points already. Yeah, we, we should be a lot more points uh, ahead of what we were last season, but it's still good though. We're, we're in second, <laughs> so, so we should be what were we two points? But we should be three points clear <laughs> yeah. of the league by now. Yeah. I feel but, like the league's worse this season though. Like, oh, it's I, awful. I, I this mean, season. we're not even taking into account the Charlton game where Forshaw missed that uh, last minute yeah. shot. It, it's awful this <laughs> season. He's never going to score, is he? No, ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ch- championship this season is awful but we're second now though we're still we're missing with the team though to be fair yeah, we I'd do. quite like him uh, back in the midfield yeah, we I, do, I'm not too bothered about him being injured because it means he doesn't play and I can't get I, angry I about like him, him. I'm quite oh, a bit I can't get angry about him if he's as injured as much as I hate his sideways football <laughs> he, 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 his control is greater than he, has, he arguably has greater control over the midfield than Calvin yeah. does for, you know, for setting the tempo to be calm everything down He's, yeah. the, he's the best of the team. Yeah, that. I, I think he's great in midfield. He Obviously, he's not, he's not as good a challenger as Phillips. He's not as no. he's not as good a, a passer of the ball as Click or as Hernandez or Phillips or Phillips or even Shackleton. But he <laughs> does have that 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 calmness about him. Where he can pick up the ball, do his weird little spinny things when he's around the, the <laughs> circle, and then lay it off to Alioski, and then you'll all, you'll you'll all calm down. <laughs> he has the beautiful ability to calm everybody down. How Bielsa yeah. said that Bamford organises the team. Do you think? Forshaw I think Forshaw does a great job but a lot more solidarity in midfield with Forshaw uh, he yeah. just makes me angry though yeah. I don't know why <laughs> yeah because he, he, he has never passed the ball forward yeah, in <laughs> yeah he is quite a frustrating <laughs> player to watch at times but um, yeah back onto the league we, we are second in the championship two points behind uh, league leaders West Brom but the table is still very very close though we're, we're three, only three points above eighth place Charlton Athletic so it is still very close very compressed league um, it, yeah. I mean it just shows, yeah. it goes to show how terrible the quality of this league is yeah well, no, we're not far no, into the season but nobody can actually dominate like, <laughs> like Wolves did like Newcastle did yeah <laughs> Nobody, nobody's coming to the league this season we thought, should be. I'm going to win this league with 100 points and none, none of you are going to stop me <laughs> because there isn't a yeah, team in the league yeah, that does that yeah. we should be able to do that though with the manager and the team we've got we should yeah and we've never got to that dominant level yeah we just always I, we always seem to doubt ourselves I honestly think we would we would surpass Reading's 106 point record if we had if you suck Sergio Aguero in this team the man would get 50 goals yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is we have, we have Bamford so uh, if you put anyone who can score from two yards out yeah Put the soga in. Can we can we loan Raheem Sterling for three months? <laughs> yeah, can please. We do that? <laughs> please. Get QSI help we'll, us we'll out. Give him, we'll give him back in January. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be really nice to him. 
Yeah, help us out, QSI. Uh, but yeah, 1-1 uh, draw there. Uh, we move on, of course, to uh, that away game at Sheffield Wednesday, uh, which we'll uh, preview later on in the show. Uh, but elsewhere, Leeds United 23s, they lost 3-0 uh, away at Birmingham City in the Professional uh, Development League last Friday. Not good. Uh, hopefully, they bounce back from that. Uh, Pablo Hernandez, though, he played in that one and picked up a knock. He, he got subbed off in around 30 minutes. I mean, why, why risk him? He's 34 years old, on his last legs. Why risk him? Try and get him fit for the game, obviously. Well, yeah, well, but, but it's Bielsa's thing. See that in training, but why risk him? I mean, arguably, he could have just as easily injured his hamstring in training. Yeah, yeah. It. We need. To, we need to see whether he could play. Playing against his teammates instead of playing against three-year-olds. Yeah. There's a difference between <laughs> jogging on a treadmill and playing on a football pitch, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need to see. Yeah. We need to see if he's back up to scratch. Yeah, but but it is frustrating seeing him get re-injured with a different injury this time. It was a calf problem. Now it's a hamstring problem. In 23's game, it is is Unfortunately, very <coughs> He is on his way out, yeah. and it is sad to see because I love that Do man, you, yeah. and he scored some of my favourite goals for Leeds. Yeah, you, it sounds like he's a dog that needs to be put down. <laughs> like it, it's the kindest thing to do for I him. Mean, I mean, I mean, he's a great player, and I think as though he he does add a lot of value to the team, and I think that we are missing him right now in his creativity. I, but I would, to a nice I would, farm, I would love to have him in some kind of like training capacity. I love if he was, yeah. he was to retire and stay in Leeds and just you know you know be. You know, like James Beattie was to Chris Wood. Ah, uh, yeah. And just be, you know, like a, like part of the training staff, yeah. just teaching the younger players yeah. how to play. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't put him in front of younger players. Like his eyes are so sunken back, he'd scare yeah. them. Because <laughs> he, like, he, he does have black hole. Is, Vietnam is this what happens when you play <laughs> yeah, football for that guys? I don't want to do yeah. it anymore. Yeah. yeah, but he is a fantastic player. He does offer a lot to the team, but uh, we just can't rely on a thirty-four year old now. He's on his last we legs. We needed a new number ten for a while. Yeah, I, yeah. ever since Ayers left, we've missed that really big. He's been on the wing field. this season, though. And we've still, yeah, he's better fit. on the wing than in, mid, in the and middle. And we've still not though. replaced um, Charlie Taylor, arguably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we are what, missing with another snake. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say that, but he was a good. He was a very good left back for us, and we've not had a very good left back since. Yeah. Yeah. We, we haven't really, have we? Yeah. Still, Barry, Barry Douglas. He, he hasn't been he's too. Been, he's oh, been no. Oscar is I like best Ali. mental. De, De yeah. Bock, <laughs> De Bock and Anita. De Bock and Anita were awful. Were dreadful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, pa- Pablo Hernandez. We, we are. I, I like Leif Davis. Maybe we just chuck Leif Davis. In. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, but just, he yeah. plays well when you tell him about three minutes before the game. So we've got to set that up. Yeah. Um, I remember reading a Talksport game uh, report after that Aston Villa game. You know, when he played. It was like his yeah. debut. And they just spent the entire match report slagging him off. <laughs> and it was his debut, and he didn't even perform badly. And he, yeah. he, and he was putting like brilliant crosses in the yeah. box. Yeah, just imagine that, though. Well. Just being told like three minutes before you're due to go on that you're now starting for the first time yeah. against so. Villa. Yeah, would have been great. Would have been great for him. Oh yeah, um, yeah, he, he played well. Uh, but yeah, interesting one there. But uh, Pablo Hernandez uh, is, is still out. Uh, hopefully, he is back soon because we, we are quite missing him, to be honest. Uh, moving on uh, to other things. Then, uh, of course, it's uh, there's been uh, plenty of uh, centenary celebrations over the course of the week. Uh, we discussed these uh, briefly uh, last week with the fact that uh, everything was announced so late on, and the majority of things were very, very expensive. Uh, but there was something that was free, though. Uh, that was uh, the uh, event in Millennium Square from last Thursday. And uh, I'm, I'm glad it's free. I'm glad it was free. <laughs> yeah. It it was awful. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I mean, 
We, you, I mean, to be fair to we turned up late. We missed all the yeah. players yeah. and that. Okay. Yeah, but 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 the reason we turned up late was because the event was literally just a stage, three burger vans, <laughs> and a set of toilets. There were no alcohol there. And once you entered, you weren't allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, no, well, you could leave, but you just couldn't go back in <laughs> because they were scanning barcodes, even though it's a free event now. and it wasn't. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, obviously you were allowed to leave. You it wasn't like prison. But, yeah, you know, you couldn't come but, back in afterwards. You couldn't like go out for yeah. like if they trapped you in there and made you watch it. That'd be some kind yeah. of like trust. <laughs> Like torture. Yeah, it I mean, was so cringy. I mean, Skylights and Sadra Lark, they were great, and it was a good chance to see the players on stage. But and there was other competitions. But uh, for Which me, we missed because we were yeah, drinking in spoons. Yeah, but for me, Whether, uh, yeah, the guy won the shirt instead of the four-year-old kid. Yeah, uh, for, for me, the, the <laughs> facilities. <laughs> they, they, they did do that. Yeah, the, the facilities though, they, they were just too. They were just not great. One set of toilets, three burger vans, no alcohol, which was just disappointing. We heard that from from Chris. He told us there was no alcohol and the scam tickets for a free event, and it wasn't full, which was bizarre. So me and me and Charles just just went over to Weatherspoons and, and had a few drinks. I had some food, and then we went down. Um, and yeah, it it, it wasn't too great. To be we were there. Not, not great atmosphere. Twenty minutes. Yeah, not great atmosphere at all, and it was quite disappointing. But it's still a good show. Though. Skylight Shadow Lark Day were great, and uh, uh, Night players. Good chance for the kids to see them. Uh, but it it was very last minute, wasn't it? Yes, it's a free event, but they announced it three days before, an hour before tickets went on sale. It it, it, it was. Uh, very very frustrating and everything just seemed like, like an afterthought really didn't it everything about the centenary celebration seemed like seemed like an afterthought that, that's, that Millennium Square event looked like it had been planned half an hour beforehand yeah, yeah. It, it really did it, it's like what I did for many years through education I'd get a <laughs> deadline and then I'd just rush my work the, the week the week the week before uh, the, it's like the Silver Centenary game coming up it's like oh you, we need to do something <laughs> so, so they did it uh, yeah, everything just seemed very very rushed and, and like an afterthought really well you know you said um, you've got the uh, 50th podcast of this guy now in whenever 10 weeks ten yeah weeks. 10 weeks <laughs> don't get Rad Rosanip on in your fiftieth anniversary, your fiftieth <laughs> episodes. We need to figure out when the anniversary. I'm sure it's in October, so we we might, we might have actually yeah. missed it. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll work it out. I'll, I'll work it out. If we've missed I'll it, we've do, missed it. Let's just check it now. I'll be able to check when the first no, one was posted. No, no, no. I'll, I'll check it afterwards. If we missed right. it, we missed it. If not, then we'll, we'll do something big for the fiftieth episode. I can't believe you forgot um, his anniversary <laughs> for, for the podcast. Yeah, I know. I know. What an absolute clown. Plenty of events though, but they were all very last minute again. Very expensive as well. There was that hospitality package for the Birmingham game. They announced that eleven days before the game for one hundred fifty quid. Everything was very last minute. Very, very expensive. Um, and I'm sure these events would have been great to attend. There were plenty of pictures from that uh, Thursday night dinner, that 200 quid dinner. Um, 200 quid dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know oh. if they got anything else with that? Like, did they get one of the centenary shirts? No, but, oh. no, but all the players were in there and you, and oh, you okay. could meet them all and everything. It was a good show and I'm sure it would have been great, but it, it, it just seemed... Look, it looked like a really nice evening with yeah. black tie. I mean, there was all the, all the celebrities and stuff. Yeah, although Bielsa turned up in a tracksuit. Great picture there of all, yeah. the, of all the former players in black tie suits and Bielsa just turns up in his tracksuit. Um, Brilliant. People asking why Calvin Phillips wasn't there. He, he, he was in an interview the other day. He said he was ill for the. He event. was ill. Yeah. And he was. Um, but he still met Lucas Radaby in the hotel, which was but he was buzzing about. Yeah. And he, and he met he met uh, Becky and Beckford as well. Yeah. Which he said it was weird because he grew up watching them like <laughs> like we did. He grew yeah. up watching them in in Allen Road in the seats. Yes. Yeah, so I don't blame it? him for saying he was ill instead of having to curse that morning square thing. Uh. Uh, Fair play to him. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Lu- Lu- Lucas Radebe, his son signed for Faz Celtic under 23s, which is just oh, madness. Yeah. yeah, he keeps telling us that mainly because he, he can say, "I know Lucas Radebe's son." <laughs> <laughs> are you going to get? Yeah. His, are you going to say tomorrow? Can your dad sign this for me? <laughs> no, I'm going to try get Lucas Radebe 
even an interview or a podcast. I, I need to try to get that sorted. But yeah, it, it's Sunside Fast Celtic under 23s. I do a lot of work for them. So um, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it, it, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, back onto the uh, centenary celebrations. It just seemed like for the regular fan was priced out of everything. Mm. Uh, Alfie on LS11, he said it, there was a peer wall for Leeds United fans and it was a very, very big peer wall. Uh, Clark, everyone, the regular fan just seemed very, very priced out. It seemed to be for all the rich businessmen. <laughs> yeah, it feels like we kind of went about it like we were like top of the Premier League and we could have thought like we, we could justify charging those kind of prices yeah. when in fact we're struggling to get promoted from the Championship. Yeah. And it's we're just a working class city. Yeah. And all the fans well not all the fans, but nearly all the fans are gonna be working class yeah. people who've got who've had the season tickets for ten years and still pay those prices. Yeah. And hundred and fifty quid for a shirt is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, hundred quid for a programme as well. Like, everything just seemed just seemed like it was all about Ravazani and lining his yeah. own pockets, really. Yeah. Um, of course, on that day as well, on that Thursday, Ravazani, he, he, uh, of course, uh, celebrating 100 years of Leeds United, he uh, had a plaque uh, on that uh, chapel where Leeds United w- w- was formed. Uh, another plaque, it's Ravazani's name. I don't think his name should be anywhere near that. It's also a photo mm. of him with it, and, he's, and in the tweet he said, proud of my club. I would have preferred if he put our club um but it, I'm not that's the thing about Leeds it does feel like it's our club like it is our I know club. Like, he can justifiably say it's my club because yeah. he does legally earn it but yeah. the fans like all all the fans think oh it's our club like it yeah. belongs it's to a family us club. we we do sometimes act very entitled towards it but that's how it should be yeah like we're entitled to have our club just be our club yeah uh, but everyone just seemed like like just weren't really part of it to be honest with all the prices there was that £500 painting with the 11 sports logo in it didn't really agree oh, with that so logo, it it the logo laugh. annoys me yeah d- did not agree with that at all <laughs> I, hate, I hate logos of all, all types and, and sponsorship to be fair yeah. um, but Ravazani's put his own his own logo <laughs> in the picture on the podcast <laughs> smart move if I'm, ever, if I'm ever on this again I'm going to come in in an 11 sports top yeah. No, that, that kind of merchandise is bad. You're gonna, you're gonna get that blurred by the camera. <laughs> yeah, but I, it, that was really annoying seeing the eleven spots logo in a picture that was celebrating 100 years of Leeds United. Really, really annoying. Mm. Um, and yeah, it, just a lot of things seemed disappointing. I'm sure the events would have been great to attend, but everything just way too expensive. And um, yeah, qu- quite disappointing in the end, really for me. I feel as though they did miss a big, big chance, just making it a massive month for celebrations, loads for the regular fan and loads and and the special nights as well. Which uh, if you could afford, um, then, then then of course you'd enjoy it. They should have announced it months and months ago, really, so people could could have could afford to uh, to buy it. But um, yeah. Everything very expensive. Lo- loads of uh, programs, hundred quid. Uh, yeah, everything very, very expensive. Uh, Centenary kit as well that came out. A limited edition. There's only uh, one thousand nine hundred nineteen of them were on sale. Of course, uh, nineteen nineteen is the year the club was formed. And I'm not. I've got no problem with it being a limited edition. That's fine. Make it a limited edition. Uh, it was of hundred fifty quid uh, with Stats' book as well. Uh, but uh, again, hundred fifty quid, very, very pricey. And I feel as though they could have done this. But I feel as though make a replica shirt a bit cheaper for for Viva fans, Charles. Yeah, um, a hundred and fifty quid for a, for. A, I think I know you got Stats' book as well, uh, which is a great book. It's a good book, yeah. Is that accounting for one hundred and forty-five of that. No, it, it, that was it's thirty quid in Stats' book. So the shirt's one hundred and twenty, which yeah. is still unbelievably expensive. Yeah, mad, isn't it? Um, I would never uh, as a centenary shirt. I personally, I know, I know this is naive of me, but I I think anything over thirty pound is too much for a football shirt anyway. Yeah, 
Um, I'm, I, I would have, I would have, I would have paid anywhere between sixty and seventy at, ma- yeah. at, at absolute maximum for because it, it was a centenary shirt. If I liked it, uh, but I, I wasn't personally a fan. I thought it was a bit of a lazy effort. It had logos on it. Yeah, and they weren't that visible. They were on it. Um, yeah. It was obviously the shoelace thing, which I didn't think yeah. had much relevance to previous yeah. kits. I mean, I, I wasn't really a, a big a big fan of a Centenary kit. It was all white, which which was good, but it had this year's badge, which I think just do a remake of the yeah. LUFC badge or the Smiley badge, just something <laughs> like that. Not this year's badge. It just seemed to be like this this season's home kit, just a little bit different, really. I wanted it, it to be really, really different. You look at Man United, their special kit for... Um, to to mark the uh, the anniversary of the that uh, Munich plane crash, they brought out a special kit, and that was that was done properly. It was very very different. This was just way too similar. Yes, it was all white, which is good, but still a this season's badge, still a Kappa logo and the 32 red logo on it. Um, it's like they just went, let's make it all white, move the logo up to the corner, and make it a bit smaller, and what's old fashioned shoelaces on a shirt? <laughs> it's all very Kappa. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a great description. Yeah. Um, also, as well, the shoelace we had those when we were wearing the blue kit, so it don't really make sense having it on the white kit. Is it in case you lose them, like the ones on your feet during the game? <laughs> yeah, or? you can just you can just switch them out. I or Alioski just don't know. Alioski yeah. just. Like lassoes someone. Yeah. I, 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 di- I didn't really understand it. It was a lazy effort, really. Hey. For me. I'm but, always, um, I'm, I, I always like a collared shirt. Yeah. I'm always yeah. a big fan of collared shirts, but yeah. you don't really get them anymore. It, it should have been either a really good remake or just a, a mash of a load of old ones, but still all white. And um, yeah, I, I just I, I was just disappointed with that centenary kit. But saying that, though, I was still trying to buy one because it was limited edition. Um, but every time I, I kept on going to, to uh, check out it, the website kept on crashing for some reason. So. I wasn't trying to buy one because I didn't like it. <laughs> and I am absolutely skin so no. I, I quite like limited edition things really and uh, of course people who had bought them some people are chucking them on ebay for, for loads and loads of money there was just um, too much gold on it yeah like they tried to make it feel too limited edition-y like, yeah, I mean they had a limited, they had a edition. limited edition tag on it, didn't they? Yeah, for a limited just, edition shirt. Just, too much just in case you didn't know, the shirt you bought for 150 yeah. pounds and was that, a centenary shirt, yeah. and also it was, it was only in size large as well. I, I think it was more for like framing and not wearing really. But I mean, they say it was size large. One of the pictures, it was size medium, so <laughs> yeah, you really I understand that. that. But um, yeah, only in size large for the fans. Uh, I think it's more for framing the shirt than um, or keeping it in the box than uh, actually wearing it, but. Uh, people who bought it, because uh, there's you're... nothing you want to do, like spend 150 pounds <laughs> or something. You keep in a box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But uh, moving on, that wasn't the only kit that came out this week. Uh, Leeds United, of course, released their third kit for this season uh, on Monday. It's sky blue. Charles, thoughts? I mean, did Man City just forward us a few shirts? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it looks exactly like their kit. Yeah, uh, I know we've worn sky blue in the past, but you know it. It kind of reeks of Man City and Coventry, yeah. not Leeds United. I mean, I, I, <laughs> two, I mean, two clubs I never thought they were in the same sentence. Well, <laughs> no, they, they both wear sky blue. We, yeah. we, I know they always say the yellow kit never sells well. I love the yellow kit. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel as though, like, all the kits this season, like the regular kits, just don't, like, in the centenary year, none of them are really traditional, to be honest. No. I, I, I feel as though <laughs> you should have made, yes, you could have gone with the modern ones, but like for this third kit especially, make a really good traditional yellow and blue kit. Yeah. I think I think they've missed a really big market there for people who want something traditional. They're still going to sell out, of course, because it's Legion United fans. yellow and blue yeah. striped thistle kit from like the 90s? How good would that have been? Yeah, that would have been awesome. Oh, just won the old top man kits. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, but of course it is sky blue, and I don't mind it. I think it does look alright. But for me as well, would we wear a sky blue shirt in a game where we couldn't wear white? Because sky blue and white just seem such a similar colour. I mean, yeah, because even if you're playing against someone uh, who's playing in white, you can't wear sky blue. Yeah. <laughs> also, we can't we can't have Will Huffer playing in that if we've got. The yeah, because he's colour blind. I think yeah. he's the only. I, I think he? he's the only colour blind player we have. That and he's a and he's a goalkeeper he's as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, 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 I don't really oh understand. Yeah. It's not brilliant that he's colour blind. No, as a goalkeeper as well. No. Uh, I, I, I just don't. I just sky blue. It's a nice kit, but I don't really understand it. How often are we going to wear this sky blue kit? I, I can't see us wearing it that often. But I just like the home kit. So yeah, but it's it, yeah, it, it's still a nice kit to wear. Though. The goalkeeper third kit shirt as well. Um, pretty much our wake it really. <laughs> I mean, seat, uh, yeah, yeah, it looks like a bus It kind of mixed with a bus kit from last season the away kit, but it is pretty much our own away kit. Only it's a goalkeeper kit and it's our third kit. It, it seemed very very lazy to me, Charles. Yeah. Um, I wasn't. I'm not. I mean, I don't hate the sky blue kit. I'm yeah. not, I've got no strong feelings on it. It's mm. like in the color grey. Yeah. But the goalkeeper kit, though, beige. Well, the goalkeeper kit. It's just a bus seat. Yeah. It, <laughs> no, but it's our way kit, though, isn't it? It's lazy. It, it, it just. It really reminds me of the bus seat kit from last last year. Yeah. Admittedly, I do have the bus seat shirt, and I do like it. And I <laughs> yeah. wear it now and again. But uh, it just seems like the thought. Right, we've got to come up with another kit. Yeah. It's it, like we've it, got. Yeah. Let's just do that one again. That was pretty good. Yeah. We've got white, grey, and. Slightly blue, like they're all very, very near white as colours. <laughs> yeah, like grey's just a darker white. Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it? It's really, really weird. Um, I mean, still an okay kit though. But now that they're all, that now that they've all come out, I was waiting for the all the kits to come out, and then I was going to make my choice on what to buy. And I know what I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy the the goalkeeper one, the the home one, the the blue and yellow one. Uh, I'm going to get that one. I really like it's that nice one. Kit, that's yeah, I really, that's I, yeah. That that should have been the away kit for me. That yeah, that would have been a perfect away kit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, everyone would have liked that. Yeah, that's an awesome kit. That's an awesome kit. But yeah, I'm going to buy the goalkeeper kit. I've never bought a goalkeeper kit before in my life, but I, I'm I'm going to get that shirt absolutely. What what shirt are you going to get, Charles? Um, I, have, I have no money, mate. So we'll <laughs> if, if you did, what would if, you get? If I did, <laughs> <laughs> if I was Scoogewood Duck, what would I buy? Uh, for those of you who don't know, Scoogewood Duck has a vault full of gold coins. That's how he pays for everything. <laughs> uh, I would buy the same. I would buy the goalkeeper kit as well. Yeah. The uh, the home one. Although I, I quite like the orange one as well. I mean, not really a. I mean, blue tradi- and yellow is traditional, isn't it? Yeah, blue, orange is traditional. I'd probably go for the blue and yellow mm. one. Clark, um, I'd probably go for the orange one because I'm a keeper myself. So I just. Like keep kit. You, you won't go for the, you won't go for the blue and yellow. No, I, I think I prefer the orange one. But I, I just like that it's short sleeved. Yeah. I really like that it's a short sleeve keeper shirt. Yeah, it's fair enough. I mean, you can get the blue and yellow. Oh ones, yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, all the kits have come out. Um, yeah, take take your pick, take your pick. Uh, moving on then, uh, let's look ahead uh, now to uh, Saturday's game. Leeds United, of course, taking on Sheffield Wednesday at Hillsborough. Twelve uh, thirty p.m. kickoff as well, so it's on Sky TV. Uh, so I'm sure we'll all be watching it somewhere, somehow. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go down the pub. Yeah, I think, I think I'll just <laughs> no, watch it No pretensions home. about that. I don't have Sky. I've got the pub to watch it. Yeah, just watch it at home, really. I'll be working in the pub where I'll watch it. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I mean, say all you want about Sky TV, but it's great for fans who aren't going. We can, we can watch on TV, not not illegally. <laughs> <laughs> for only the small, small price of £40 a month. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I but, don't uh, like Sky. <laughs> just see how much it costs pubs. It's ridiculous the amount it costs pubs. Probably yeah, gains pubs a lot of money as well, though. Yeah, it could do. Yeah, because it gets people like. in. It gets people like Charles and he doesn't have Sky TV. Exactly. Yeah. People like me will go in and buy a lot of pints and watch yeah. the game. What, you buy a lot of pints? 
Nada. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, back onto the uh, Sheffield Wednesday game. Mug, mugged off my consumption <laughs> once again. Uh, yeah, uh, get back to this game, uh, of course, uh, away at Hillsborough against Sheffield Wednesday, 12.30pm uh, kick-off. Yeah, uh, Leeds unbeaten in the previous two games. Uh, one no win, of course, over West Brom at home. One one draw. Uh, I don't know, one want to win uh, uh, over Birmingham at home rather than a uh, 1-1 draw away at Preston uh, last eight games we've uh, won three uh, drawn two and, and lost three not not too great really uh, Sheffield Wednesday on the other hand uh, of course they're on their second manager of the season in Gavin Monk uh, the third as well currently just one point behind us uh, the big uh, Stoke won nil at home on Tuesday uh, in their last um, game I have a question yes uh, you've said here 14 championship games eight wins two draws three losses add that as the 13 <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what, res- what result is missing from that. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but that's, that's theirs anyway. Uh, but yeah, um, they, they beat Stoker in the last game. Uh, lucky not to concede a penalty though late on that game, but uh, they still won. They were beaten in the last three, uh, decent record, but they are very inconsistent this season. Eight wins, two draws, and, and three losses. Uh, I forgot. I, I don't know if you have a result. <laughs> I think uh, it, mu- it must be. Well, they one point behind us. Yeah, it must. They must be not having another loss. They must be four losses. It was about yeah, probably four. Four losses. teams at one point behind yeah. us. Yeah, it must. Be, it must be four losses because we have an extra draw, don't we, from the Preston game? So yeah. it must be one of yeah. another loss. But, but but they are very very inconsistent at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, but it, it will be tough. It will be tough on Saturday. It's always tough down there. Always. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a decent team on a good run of form with an, an ex Leeds United manager who did the double over his last season. Yeah, the only manager manager to do the double over Bielsa last season. And. I'll be. I think it'll be a draw, personally. Yeah, it's going to be very, very tough. It's a big game as well, Clark, isn't it? That's why I I predict a win. Honestly, really, we, we Anna, um, we've done. We do well in big games. We do absolutely I, awfully in I crap dis- games. I see. I disagree because a lot of six pointers in the past we have choked on. Yeah. Like the Norwich at home and Sheffield, yeah. Sheffield United at home, what, what, what big games we choked yeah. on last season. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think any game but this also stage Wigan at home. Yeah. Was a small game. Yeah. It wasn't. I mean, it was a crucial game yeah. to win it. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't think any game at this stage of the season is a six-pointer. But it certainly is a, a very, very big game. As the table is still very, very close. You don't, you don't want to play catch up all of a sudden. Uh, we have an OK record against Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, of course, we drew one-one uh, at Hillsborough last season. We lost three-nil uh, the season before when uh, Felix Rewald had that shocker. We, yeah, we beat him one-nil. <laughs> what his whole life? Well. Yeah, we did. We we're unbeaten Jack against Harrison him last season. Scored. Oh, yeah, good did. goal that. Yeah. yeah, that was that was when I thought we were definitely going to come second. There was no <laughs> way we wouldn't finish second. It was meant to be a cross. I I don't think it was. It was a good. It's just a good finish. But it's yeah. a far corner. Yeah, it was a good finish. Yeah. Um, but we need to win this game, though, don't we, Charles? We, we need to win this game, really. Desperately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just we're on very inconsistent at the moment. This is a, a big chance to to get another three points. Go a few three points, games unbeaten. A few points clear of third, which is nice. That'd yeah. be nice to do that. And um, West Brom obviously dropped points last time out. I don't know who they've got this this at the weekend. Have a look. Uh, championship uh, West Brom. Uh, they uh, have. Let's have a look. I probably have an easy game. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, West Brom. They have Charlton at home. Not that easy. Mm. Charlton are a much better home side than the away side, though. Yeah, Come on, but, but you do something good for us. Yeah, but the Charlton are up there as well. Like, we, how far are they off us? Uh, they're, they're three points behind us in eight. So really, that needs to be a draw. <laughs> yeah. How, how, oh, get a draw yeah. in that one. Get uh, a draw in that one. I was saying to my dad the other day, I'm fine with if every other game, other than our game every week, is a draw. 
Well, yeah, because everyone drops points. Draws, yeah. the, draws are a bit annoying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Draw, draws are what killed. It's what killed Liverpool last season. That's why they didn't win the league. They drew too many games. Yeah. yeah. I think it's an advantage that it's an early kickoff. What for no, us? No, no, no pressure on us, no, really? The early kickoff always goes the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. Doesn't it? it won't be. I mean, that 3 that 0 loss two seasons ago away at Hillsborough. I mean, I'm not endorsing betting here, but people always say betting never, never. back the early kickoff yeah. for a reason. <laughs> yeah. It never goes the way it should go. Yeah, of course. I might so just see, go and bet on uh, Chef Wednesday to win. Just yeah. stick a tenner on him. You'd be buzzing yeah. either way. Yeah. <laughs> of course, two seasons ago, that 3 0 loss away at Hillsborough, that was an early kickoff. Uh, last season's 1 uh, 1 draw, that was, uh, I think it was a Friday night, wasn't it? That 1 1 draw away at, away at Hillsborough last season. I think it was a Friday night. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, it was a Friday night because me and you yeah. went down and then I had to walk three miles back to the train station <laughs> because Lee's fans wrecked the tram and taxis wouldn't come to Hillsborough yeah. because there was that much police presence. So I had to walk three miles <laughs> from Hillsborough to Sheffield train yeah. station. Unlucky. With Where did he go? Uh, I was I was on the coach. He had a coach ticket. <laughs> I didn't have a coach ticket. Yeah. So I had to, and my phone died as well. So I, I was walking about Two, oh, two miles no. with no phone in the dark oh, following, following a bunch of Leeds fans I had to follow I didn't know the way obviously if you don't have your phone's dead you don't have a, and you don't know Sheffield I didn't <laughs> I just followed other Leeds fans and hoped they were going to the train station yeah but, so, you, but you got home in the borderline end, so. miracle I actually got home <laughs> and, uh, I, got, I got to the last train that was going out of Leeds it was the last one it was like 20 to 11 at night yeah. and uh, I was the first person there which is uh, is is a bit worrying when you when you're going on a like a drunken football train home. <laughs> you want to sit in the right spot. Like if you're last one on the train, you yeah. think, right, I know exactly where I'm sitting here. Yeah. Those, those lot are all horrible. That they're, they're going to kick off. They're going to start throwing cans about. So I'll go sit over there. But I sat down on a, on a pair of two, and the guy that sat next to me was a bit rowdy, but it was all right because he was just, he was just sat facing the aisle, and I was in the window seat, and I actually had a plug socket on the wall next to my seat so I could charge my phone up. So. Um, I literally just charged my phone up, just yeah. took my earphones, and so, just so, watched the highlights. Of the so, game. so it was all good at the end. Then I, I did get home, and then I, obviously I missed because the train took so long to get back to Leeds because it was delayed by twenty minutes leaving Sheffield train station. So we didn't leave Sheffield till eleven o'clock. I missed the train home, to, the last train home to Garforth. So I then had to get a taxi from Leeds station to Garforth. Which cost me like fifteen quid. Twenty yeah. minutes isn't that bad when you think that Sheffield's actually delayed about twenty years itself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was the kind of ordeal I had to go to last time we went to Hillsborough. Honestly, the, the coach, the coach is great. The coach is great. Um, yeah, <laughs> last yeah. time I got a coach ticket and he didn't. He tried to get me to give him my coach ticket. <laughs> what a surprise! And I, I, I love get, the coach. I didn't give it to him, so he just went. Uh, so your, your parents going going down to the, the west coast anyway, so. I, I, I sold the coach to, I got my coach to get refunded yeah. and went down the car with him and his mum and dad and they, they dropped us right near the that stadium. was Preston wasn't it yeah, yeah. it was Preston but uh, Hillsborough away last season that that, that, that was a great night um, two two brilliant goals <laughs> yeah really really brilliant goals everyone just going for screamers that game uh, but back on to, to Saturday's game yeah. though uh, of course <laughs> back to the um, that was technically relevant we were talking about that game yeah, yeah. Uh, but of course uh uh, this Saturday, though, it's gonna—it's a very, very big game. We need to win this, but it's also going to be a very, very entertaining game. Hopefully, Sheffield Wednesday—they're they're okay. I always find Wednesday the games that are not well. anticipated to be entertaining are usually the most entertaining. Yeah. Um, what well, our most entertaining <coughs> game this season? Um, well, it was probably Bristol City away at the start of the first game of the season. That was that was very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. That was Stoke, Stoke away was very Stoke, entertaining. Yeah. I just, I don't want it to be in even Barnsley like, to an extent because at least they came out a go and it was kind of it was end to end that was entertaining. Yeah, but those three games if you pick them out of a fixture list at the start of the season, you're not going that's going to be brilliant. At least yeah. Barnsley maybe. 
Yeah, but not League Stoke. You don't yeah. think at least? Oh, that'll be that'll be that'll be a three, nice three nil win. Yeah. No sweat. Bamford will score. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want it to be entertained. Though. I want it to just be a nice, easy five nil win where they're. Yeah, that'd be lovely. That'd yeah, be lovely, no, wasn't it? But it's, it's always like that. What happened? But... It's always like that. You end like yeah. a, you end up like a Man City fan and you just yeah. expect to win every week and then you moan on Twitter. While we're still in the championship, I'd like to be like a Man City fan. Yeah, but he's like, never like us to win yeah. every game. Just it's tempting, to, get it's, it's tempting to sell your soul, but yeah. it's it's never peach, it's never I, peaches and cream all the time. So I've been following Leeds longer than you two. I, I don't have a soul left. <laughs> it, it's gone. Yeah, uh, Charles, line up for Saturday's game. Uh, what changes would you make? I would Ooh. put Dallas back at right back. Yeah, and drop Ail in. I would put Tyler Roberts in the ten. Click back to the eight. And he's going to start Bamford, Bamford isn't he? Calvin I would. I don't know about how I would start though. Yeah, I would start in Ketia. Yeah, but Bielsa is going to start Bamford, though, isn't he? Obviously, <laughs> Harrison and Costa are definitely going to start. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Ali Alioski on the left, and obviously Ben White and Berardi yeah. at the at the back because we can't have Dad Coop at the moment. Yeah, it's hard to argue against that, Clark. Do you agree? I I'd pretty much go exactly the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. he might actually start in Ketia. But I hope Nketiah starts, but I just I just think Bielsa is going to start Bamford. He just likes Bamford, doesn't he? He says it all the time. I really like Bamford, and <laughs> he seems he, like a lovely bloke. I'd probably yeah, like he's like a nice guy. If I met him, I'd probably like yeah, him. But he's just as, as a footballer, he's not performing. Yeah. Do you reckon uh, he just comes into training with his violin and just serenades uh, Bielsa for a little he while? Just gives off his big posh boy smile and wins yeah. everybody over. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Nketiah he, he just scores more goals, and I think he should start. But you just know Bielsa is going to start Bamford, really. But I, I'd go with all the changes that you, that you that you said, Charles. Uh, I, I, it's hard to disagree with that. Uh, score prediction, Charles? What are you going for? I'm going to go for another one-all draw. One-all draw, Clark? I'm going to go out and go 2-3-0. 2-3-0. Two three nil. Two or three nil. I, I think, no, you've got, yeah. you got to choose one. You've got to choose one. Two. 2-0. Two 2-0. Two You're confident? Yeah. Well, I'm not. That's the thing. I'm not confident, but I've just got a little bit of a feeling. Yeah. So I'm going to ride it. <laughs> Bamford Brace. <laughs> That'd Mate. be well funny. Oh, yeah. Put money like, on it. The scenes on Twitter when Bamford scores twice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, reckon she- yeah. I reckon Sheffield Wednesday will probably score. Stephen Fletcher, five goals for him this season. I think he'll, 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 he'll be uh, a difference uh, at the back. Um, Brady to knock him out in the first minute. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Um, Stephen Fletcher, how long has he been playing football? No, I mean, he's had a weird <laughs> career, hasn't he? Wasn't, it, wasn't, as he as, uh, wasn't Stephen Fletcher on loan at Marseille a few years ago, like 2016? He's had a strange, that, strange that, career. That's going to have to be looked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he was on loan at Marseille in 2016, was uh, Stephen Fletcher. He, he's had a he's had a strange a strange career. Uh, but yeah, I reckon Sheffield Wednesday will score, but I, I'm, I'm still hopeful. I'm going to go 2-1 to, to Leeds United. I'm going to go 2-1. So Charles, you're going 1-1. I, I, I can I can see one one uh, I can see that but um, yeah I, I'm gonna go two one to Leeds I'm gonna go two one to Leeds I just think it's a I don't think it's the worst result if we draw as well depending yeah, on the results I mean it's not the worst result away at Sheffield Wednesday mm, top not second, bad. second versus third yeah I, I take a point right now but taking a draw away is good yeah I it take works a point right if now. providing you win your home yeah games. and we're yeah. not doing that yeah. well I mean we won our last. Two home games, don't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, West Brom and, and Birmingham won them both. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd I'd certainly take take a point right now, but I, I'm going to go with a Leeds win. Two one win uh, is my prediction, and that, uh, that does bring us to the end of uh, episode forty of the All Things Leeds podcast. Thank you very much as always to uh, Charles for for joining me. That's for having me on, mate. And uh, thank you very much to Clark Bradley as well for, for making your debut here. <laughs> really appreciate I'm you coming on. Not scored on my debut. <laughs> I've not done an here. 
Yeah, you haven't got money for match either. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm joking. Uh, thank you very much, Scott, for, for coming on. And uh, thanks to everyone as well uh, who has listened uh, or watched. We really do appreciate it. Of course, uh, we are on uh, YouTube and Facebook as well as uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and Stitcher, I believe. Um, Stitch. <laughs> what? Stitcher. What is Stitcher? Stitcher, Stitcher so it's a podcast provider. Right, I'll take your word for I that. Believe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but if you enjoy the, the uh, podcast, then why not subscribe or follow? Give us a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast if you're listening on there. Uh, share the podcast uh, around as well. Make sure to follow all things leads on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, uh, follow uh, everyone else as well on, on, on Twitter. Um, at Ed underscore, Ed underscore McIntyre 98. Charles, you're... Uh, at Ups and Downs 990. Clark, where can people find you? Uh, I'm at C underscore Lark Bradley. Yeah. F- so f- my name with an underscore <laughs> between the C and the L fair enough uh, follow everyone on social media that'd be great and uh, also subscribe to the All Things Leeds YouTube channel as well if you have not already uh, me and Charles we will be back next week uh, so for now take care and we'll speak to you soon